the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Alicia Thayer. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And today we are covering part one of Thor The Dark World. So we are finally back covering movies for three Woo-hoo! episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to episodes. Yep. Um, so, but uh, we have a Christmas special coming. Yes, we do. But we'll talk about that when we get to that. Um, we shouldn't we hype it first? We like we have a special thing coming. We're not going <laughs> to okay. tell you what, but there's a special thing coming, and it's not our normal <laughs> scheduled program. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, coming December twenty fifth, which happens to be our one of our um, recording days, our drop episode drop days. We will have a special Christmas present for all you listeners out there. Yes, but first, and we'll have a guest person. But first, Thor, The Dark World. What did you guys think of Thor, The Dark World when you first saw this, Alicia? Um, When I first saw this, A, I was super excited because I meant I got more Loki. I got more things from the Norse mythology, which I've always been really big about. Um, it's like one of my favorite things. Uh, when I was young, I liked different mythologies. So like, I was really into Egypt. I was really into the Norse mythology, the Greek mythology, Roman mythology, all sorts of things. Anything to do with lots of gods, I was all over. So um, as I grew up, it became more more. Uh, uh, it slimmed down to more Egypt mythology and Norse mythology. Yeah, more focused. But yeah, it became more focused. But it still was just like oh my god this is great and so i was like ah so i got about i got my favorite character back and then i got all this new mythology stuff coming at me and i was like yay so yeah (laughs) all right um al what did you think um so when i went in to see the movie um i i don't remember what i was expecting i know i was expecting a good movie because at this point you know we had so many mcu movies that you know I, i trusted the quality would be good uh, but just kind of thinking back on, you know, I didn't care too much for the first Thor movie. I know it was generally entertained, but I do remember leaving the theater loving this movie. I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was, you know, very different. It was definitely its own style of movie, as the first Thor 2 was kind of, right? Like, they're all, each hero gets their own style. But uh, this was uh, very different is kind of what it felt like, and I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the... You know the the that style that kind of stuff the storyline that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry to bring you guys down, but this is definitely um one of my lesser MCU movies. Okay, really, you I... asked what our reactions were going into the movie. You didn't ask my reaction after the movie. <laughs> well, I, well, no, okay. My going into the movie, I was excited, even though like Al, I I did not. Thor is not my favorite uh, hero in the MCU. Mm. Um, his, in general, his solo stuff is not my favorite, even though I like fantasy and I love mythology. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't think it's the strongest ones. Um, I went into this, I mean, going in for an MCU movie, I expected it to be good, and I walked out and like, it was alright. We'll yeah. talk about it when we rank this in a couple episodes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't. I definitely wasn't blown away, but I wasn't like, oh, that was a crappy movie. I've never seen, so far, and there are no MCU movies that I thought are bad. Some of them are the more middle of the road, but there mm-hmm. are no bad ones. Yet. 
<laughs> Hopefully never, but yeah. Yet. Not, I'm knocking on some wood right here. <laughs> yeah. I think we've had some uh, rough patches in the TV series, a few of the TV series, but definitely not in the movies yet. I'm ignoring the TV series because I haven't seen them. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very vocal about my disappointments. I know. Don't 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 watch Inhumans. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, have I'm still, to. As, as, as I know, you will in a long time, and I'm I'm warning you now, and I'm sorry. Um, as I'm recording this episode five, six just dropped, and it's 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 not good. <laughs> yeah, but. We're talking about Thor The Dark World. Right. So, Al, you want to give us a rundown of what we're covering today? Well, I mean, now that I look at how long that Wikipedia summary is that I'm reading, I kind of, you know, I'm rethinking it. But I guess I was the one who volunteered earlier. So, yes, I will give the rundown on what uh, what we're talking about. <clears throat> Alrighty. So, uh, eons ago, Bor, father of Odin, clashes with the dark elf Malekith, who seeks to unleash a weapon known as the Aether on the Nine Realms. After conquering Malekith's forces, including enhanced warriors called the Cursed, on their home world of uh, Svartalheim, uh, which I will now refer to, uh, as I'm reading this, by the way, as the Dark Elf World, because I don't think I can pronounce that again, uh, Bor safeguards the Aether within the Stone Column. Unbeknownst to Bor, Malekith, his lieutenant Algrim, and a handful of Dark Elves escape into suspended animation. In present-day Asgard, Loki stands imprisoned for his war crimes on Earth. Meanwhile, Thor, alongside warriors uh, Fandral, Volstagg, and Sif, repel marauders on Vanaheim, home of their comrade Hogan. It is the final battle in a war to pacify the Nine Realms, following the reconstruction of the Bifrost, the rainbow bridge between realms, which had been destroyed two years earlier. The Asgardians soon learn that the Convergence, a rare alignment of the Nine Realms, is imminent. As the event approaches, portals linking the worlds appear at random. In London, astrophysicist Dr. Jane Foster and her intern Darcy Lewis travel to an abandoned factory where such portals have appeared, disrupting the laws of physics around them. Separating from the group, Jane is teleported to another world where she is infected by the Aether. Heimdall alerts Thor that Jane has moved beyond his near-all-seeing vision, leading Thor to Earth. When Thor finds Jane, she inadvertently releases an unearthly force, and Thor returns with her to Asgard. Odin, recognizing the Aether, warns that the Aether will not only kill Jane, but that it returns but that its return heralds a catastrophic prophecy. Malekith, awakened by the Aether's release, turns Algrim into a cursed and attacks Asgard. During the battle, Malekith and Algrim search for Jane, sensing that she contains the Aether. Thor's mother, Frigga, is killed protecting Jane, and Malekith and Algrim are forced to flee without Jane. Oh boy, so that was a that mouthful. Wikipedia summary, we are... Yeah, after that Wikipedia summary, we're out of time, so we'll see you all next week. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, though, that is a really long summary. Yep. Don't worry, Alicia. The ones you and I have later are much shorter. <laughs> oh, it's so great. <laughs> so, on right. to our top three moments of the film. Okay. Uh, Tony, you want to go first so we can give Al a break? I'm sure. Uh, my number three is uh, the Battle of Vanaheim. Uh, um, not really a punt, but go ahead. 
It's kind of like an onside kick, you know. Yeah, it's an onside far. kick. <laughs> That's exactly what uh, it is. Onside kick. Well, as as I specify, you might punt me. It's more um, Thor's reintroduction and him uh, killing the Cronin, the big yeah, rock that's, monster. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> All right. Punted. Done. Uh, yep. okay, well, fine. it's not punted. It's, we're, we're on the... It's oh, literally it's both three? of our... Yeah, it's my number three. Oh, so since oh, yeah. we're talking about it, this is also my number three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've no never done needed. that before. <laughs> oh, that's perfect, the then. exact same... Oh god! If we have the exact same crap through the whole thing, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna laugh my butt off. You know what? Last episode we had nine different things in the episode of Agent Shield. We'll see what happens here if we if it's the complete opposite. That might tell us something. Okay. Uh, Um, I just like to uh, you know, you see that big bad Conan walking up to him, and just like you think it's gonna be an epic battle. It reminds me of. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when that guy has a sword, and Indiana Jones just looks at him and pulls shoots out his gun him. and shoots him. Right. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, anyone else? Like, anyone else? <laughs> Next? Somebody? Somebody with more of a challenge? No? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> well, yeah, especially because, you know, when that, I, I forget the name of this thing. What'd you say, Tony? What was it called? A it? Cronin. Cronin. Okay. Uh, when the Cronin. I keep wanting to call it a Krogan because I've been replaying the Mass Effect trilogy, but it is a Cronin. Uh, I I want to say Cronut, um, but Cronin. Okay. Oh, those are those are nice. <laughs> I've never <laughs> had one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, the second it showed up, you know, everyone that I guess Thor and his people were fighting, they were cheering, they were ready. Yeah, we're about to win this and that. That did and not then go Thor their just way at all. Like hammer, <laughs> and they get, like basically gave up right after it. They're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> My question, because I've no, I know. Um, I'll talk about this later about the Cronin, but I know they show up in the comics that yes. species. And I know, even though everyone who's listening to this probably have seen Thor uh, Ragnarok, but we are still three days away as of recording. Um. I know there's a main character, oh, or so maybe excited. a supporting character, or there is a character who is a Cronin. Um, is he dead, or can they reform in rocks after that hit? <laughs> I thought he was a different character. No, no, same species. Cronin is the name of the species. This guy uh, doesn't okay. have a name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious if this they, he just straight up murdered this guy, or it's battle, so it's not murder, <laughs> or if he like oh just, it's still murder, um, it's just legit murder. Yeah, yeah. Or did he just incapacitate them and later all these rocks will come back together? Good I don't question. I don't understand the biology or the magic of a Cronin. Right. <laughs> yeah. How does this work? Do they fall apart regularly? Do they molt? Do they grow like <laughs> getting those like. Do they get uh, erosion? What what happens here? Yeah, do they do? Is it a shell? Do they need a new shell? Is it a, like a hundred little creatures? I don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, so many questions. Maybe we'll get all the answers in Thor Ragnarok, and everyone will be laughing <laughs> at us at our ignorance. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, since that was all of our number three, Tony, do you want to continue? <laughs> yeah. Um. I wrote, Heimdall is not a good watcher, but him taking down the ship alone was awesome. Sidekick. It was. Unfortunately, Tony, I have to punt it to one. Oh. Okay, because he's, pun- <laughs> he's punting me too, so uh, on to your number two. That was your number two? Was- it was. Oh my god. 
was like, Heimdall's a badass. Heimdall's a badass. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Moment of truth. Al, what's your number one? No, that, well, I'm punching because oh, no, that was my two. one. I mean, you're number two, Al. <laughs> All what's right, your number so two? My, Al, what's your number two? So my number two is very generic. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, but it's just how pretty Asgard is. And just every, all of the new stuff we get about right. Asgard. Uh, that see... was an honorable mention for me. The costume design and everything. Super, like, uh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. T- Tony, this has yeah. nothing to do with your number two. Right? No, this is, this is, it was an honorable mention. It wasn't a, um, it wasn't my number one. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really like it too. Where the first Thor... It looked like a fantasy world. This makes it really feel like a real place where people right. actually live. This was like yeah. this had so much more substance. Like not that Thor one wasn't like substance in itself, and the costume for that was really great. But the fact that they didn't just reuse the costumes and they had more to give the characters, it was just like ooh, pity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and kind of some of the other things too that were just kind of one offs um, that I. I assume these are are part of, you know, from the comics, because I I don't really read the Thor stuff, so I don't really know too much. But um, even some other things, too, like the weapons and their technology, um, like the the Mm -hmm. guards with their swords, Mm -hmm. they they were like laser-type swords or energy swords. Uh, When they were swinging, they were lighting up in some way, but they just, other than that, they were normal swords. Um, The same as with their shields. When their shields were getting hit with something lasers, it was like bouncing off. It was an energy shield. Uh, mm-hmm. Force field pres- prisons, that kind of stuff too. It was all just cool, otherworldly stuff. Not just like um, it's not just old technology. You know where they they kind of say, "Oh yeah, we're tens of thousands of years ahead of Earth and technology," and then we see them with with swords and, and spears and everything. No, they right. actually do have <laughs> lasers and cool stuff. It's it's awesome to actually see that. Yeah flying boats yeah, along with that yeah the i was gonna say the flying boats it definitely looks like a um a, like ancient norse you know viking era uh, right. boats but it's definitely more futuristic i like how that mix of the sci-fi and the ancient looks really cool. great <laughs> it was great yeah uh, all, right. all right so we are on other number twos then i guess so alicia your nope, number two that, is that where we're nope at? my number two got punted tony oh, and okay. i had Sorry, same so number my, two uh, yeah, we had the same number two. So then should we talk about <laughs> so... your both number twos and my number one then? Yes. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Tony, you know, you're, you're number two. Let's go ahead and talk about it since you were first. All right. Um. Yeah, it's just uh, Heimdall. You know, he's not a very good watcher in this moment because of the technology. Right. But um, him taking down that ship by himself with just oh, a sword. So great. Was pretty cool. No, no, no. It wasn't a sword. He just pulled out the daggers that he normally has. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Huh? It's the daggers. It's not the, his big giant golden He's sword. He's like, yeah, you shall that. not pass. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the fact that he got one late and then all the other ones came in and pretty much destroyed Asgard or heavily crippled it. Right. And then in the previous movie he got frozen and he let the <laughs> um frost giants in beforehand. I mean, yes, it was definitely Loki letting them in through his secret passageways. You have no proof. But still Uh yes I do from this movie. There's no legitimate proof. <laughs> he knows the secret passageways. <laughs> um but either way, the Frost Giants got in, 
and he is not the best watcher. Right, I mean, he's he's, cool he's having he's a hard couple of years. I know. He's like, he's like, what five thousand years or three thousand years or however long he's been doing this. And Ten thousand years. Such a crick in the neck. Sorry. Wrong mythology. I know, but so worth it. <laughs> yeah. All um, right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I kind of wonder because I mean every time we see Heimdall doing something he is such an awesome character and I kind of right. wonder if this is if he's suffering from that um, that perspective of because he's so cool you have to deal with him first and then you can go deal with everything else and so maybe that's it because in the first movie you know Loki had to hide all of those, you know, all the, uh, you know, everything from, uh, from Heimdall. In this movie, they mm-hmm. cloaked, and so they couldn't be seen by Heimdall's, you know, all-seeing eye magic type of stuff. Kind of wonder if it's one of those scenarios. So where because mm-hmm. of that, you just, you stop it first, and then he, you know, he's definitely cool in the very first thing he gets to do, but then he's not as, as useful. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I'm looking forward to seeing him in Thor Ragnarok because it looks like he's out of the main clothing and into in the major battles. So, at least from the trailer. Or I'll just hedge my bet since you know this is coming out in a few weeks. It was awesome. I mean, everything Hamdol did. I can't wait to talk about it in a while when we talk about Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> you mean but like you know a what? couple of years? I was so impressed. <laughs> we have so much to I'm go just through. Hedge my bets now. If he was if he was terrible in that, I feel I'm going to feel really stupid. Yeah, you are. But... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I I really hope he's, I'm with he's you. I think it'll movie. be awesome, but. Yeah, same. But I I can't think of a, a single scene Heimdall has been in that has not been in at least one of our top threes. Usually mine, I think. Mine and Alicia's yeah. usually our mm-hmm. top three. We usually have him in something. But yeah, Heimdall and I hope that awesome. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, number ones. Right. You both have number ones. Maybe they're the same number one. We'll find out. We're gonna find out. Alicia, go ahead. Okay, uh, mine is the Frigga and Malekith confrontation. Yep, we have the same number one. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So we went, we went for broke last episode, and we had to screw it up oh. this one. So we yep. went from a total of okay. nine to a total of four. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> But so awesome. <laughs> the fact that we're like, yeah, this we'll scene this... and this scene and this scene. At least I have two honorable yeah. mentions this time. I have, uh, yeah, I have two as well. We'll okay. see if it's the same ones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but let's talk, let's talk about this one first. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, um, obviously the, the confrontation, her, we don't get to see it immediately, but like her magic, her her making Jane out of magic, so that way Jane could hide, and then confronting Malekith, like she has no fear. She's like, I don't care who you are, uh, you are not getting this person. I am a badass queen. Yes, mm. basically back the heck off, and then less yeah. fun things, but meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sad things, but um. Yeah, I like it. This is like a double-edged sword because I Frigga was awesome. This makes oh, her character Frigga. like she didn't do 
pretty much anything except for, you know, smirk a little bit at Thor when he was showing off in the beginning of the first, previous right. movie. But now she's like, she has a really cool scene. Unfortunately, it's her only cool scene because she Cause dies. She, because they but, immediately kill her, which was I thought was ridiculously not necessary, but... Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely the term is like fridging the character. I don't know where the term comes from, but she's definitely killed off to give the main character a motivation. Yeah, which is not very strong writing. No, but it also hurts uh, Malekith like physically and from a story perspective because she comes off smarter and stronger than our main villain. Oh yeah, like if he yeah. if he, he, like... if she hadn't been killed, he she probably would have outsmarted them and been like, no, nah, you're good, done. Well, yeah, she did outsmart him because he believed that that was really Jane. And then she would have, be, if Curse didn't show up or whatever his name is before he turned into Curse, um, he he would have, he might have been captured or killed because she's uh, like a stronger fighter than he is. Yeah. Um, but, which is cool from for Frigga's perspective, but it makes Malekith look like a very weak villain. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's um get into some honorable and uh, dishonorable mentions. Let me show you. What do you have, Al? Uh, so I have a total of five. I have two dishonorable mentions and then three honorables. I have a dishonorable, okay. but we kind of already talked do about you have it. Any honorable? Yeah, I have two honorables, one oh, dishonorable. Okay. I actually have a dishonorable. Okay, I have two dishonorables and two honorables. Mm. So let's get let's get the negative stuff out of the way first. All right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do mine because we kind of already talked about it just now. Okay. Uh, mine was uh the Frigga's death. I thought it was unnecessary, stupid. Like the scenes that come after it are mm-hmm. nice, but it was I, I I did not approve. Yeah, I agree. They could have done a lot more with that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Want to kill anybody? Kill Odin. Um, <laughs> We'll see, we'll see what happens. Or we saw what happens, because time travel's weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so one of my dishonorables is uh, the Jane uh, dating some subplot. Right. was That scene, I feel, was completely unnecessary. Even though the actor she's dating with, Chris O'Dowd, I love him in the show The IT Crowd. It's a British show. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it... It's pretty pointless, except for one extra scene that happens in a later part of the movie. I I did not enjoy that. Yeah. I feel like, well, Jane's just been dating around, I guess, or whatever. Well, so that's <laughs> also, movie. this is also uh, one of my two dishonorable mentions. Um, it, yeah, you know, you're right. It's completely unnecessary. Uh, in the scene when, um, um, uh, uh, oh, Tourette, uh, now I'm forgetting your name, Darcy. When Darcy shows up, she says, oh, hey, I was expecting you to you know just still be moping around and everything and then oh hey you're actually you're actually here on a date which i guess is a good <laughs> you're, you're wearing lady clothes you're all clean your hair smells nice <laughs> just like darcy darcy you're stepping in there darcy darcy just shut up yeah. right um uh, yeah however the thing that i noticed uh re-watching this also is that um I don't think this movie passes the, uh, and I never remember how to pronounce this, the Bechdel test? Be- Bechdel. 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 Bechdel test, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't um, uh, watch it closely for that to see if it would pass, but I don't think it, it does. 
Yeah, it's definitely it's not very good to women. This uh this movie it's very victimizing of uh not victimizing but they're they're the damsels in distress. Oh yes. Even the one badass woman gets killed, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's not definitely not um as progressive as we are even. I mean, we're not perfect, but even uh, was it's four years later, we're doing better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Um, my other dishonorable mention is uh the part when Jane goes to the dark world and gets the aether. Um, what it because she gets dragged into the dark world. Right. That happens in no other time with these convergences. They could have easily had her just you know doing this and just walk into it. I don't understand what force brought her to the Dark World. It wasn't the Aether, because the Aether was still there. So that just confused me, and when I'm confused, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely kind of that, that bad storytelling, right? Where um, you don't want a character to... Um, something to happen to a character just to advance the plot. Like, it should happen because it's a normal thing. She was out there, she was walking around by herself um doing whatever sciencey stuff. Yeah, exactly what you said. She could mm-hmm. have fallen into it or walked through some portal and then ended up there. That would have made way more sense. But no, this is just something happened solely for the um advancing the plot. Yeah, or even better, they could have had her, you know, stupidly, yes this would be stupid, but get some stuff so she can, you know, try a impromptu expedition to see what's on the other side of the portal and go in herself and make it a mm-hmm. choice instead of this random force pulling her right. into the portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Alright. Um, are there any more dishonorables? Nope. Uh, I have one more. Okay, okay go ahead. Uh, so mine, and I, I personally go back and forth every couple of years on whether I like this concept or whether I don't like this concept. Um, and as of right now, in October of 2017, um, I dislike um, lots of exposition. And this yeah. movie, like the first Thor movie, just kind of begins with Odin uh, being exposition man. He's just talking about this history and everything. And considering, you know, again, we're three days away from Thor Ragnarok uh, coming out in theaters. So excited. Uh, I get the feeling I know what the very first scene of that movie is going to be. Odin, or A someone prologue. maybe. Yeah. Um giving exposition about Ragnarok, probably. Mm. I actually hope it's Loki, though, because now he's in charge. That would be yeah, a that lot would be cool, yeah. he's giving the exposition. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but it's it's just that concept. You know, You I know you need to, you know, get all of this story out of the way for people to know, uh, and it kind of does help, but at the same time, it's, you know, feels lazy, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in yeah, this one, because right. in the first one, Odin was telling a story to young Thor and young Loki. In this one, Odin was just talking. It was just, just the yeah. voice. It wasn't, you know, they didn't even try to tie it into anything. Yeah, yeah, that thought did cross my mind. It's like, who is Odin telling the story to? If it was, even if it was young Thor and young Loki again, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that. But as long as they're telling it to somebody, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, let's get some positive Woo-hoo! stuff, some honorable mentions. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, I'll start us off with the completely real reaction of uh, j- to Jane seeing Thor <laughs> back on Earth, just right. slapping him twice. She's <laughs> <laughs> so like, see if he's real, and then where the hell right. have you been for two years? You <laughs> left me yeah. here. Didn't come back. And then his explanation... 
his explanation about, you know, wars and the Bifrost broken and stuff like that, he conveniently left out that he broke right. the Bifrost. But whatever. Yeah. But it's like, well, as as far as, you know, um, excuses go, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure we've all been in, in a scenario like that, right? Like, for example, at some point, I probably have told my wife, oh, no, I couldn't do that. The internet was broken. I conveniently left out that I was the one messing around with the router. However, <laughs> it was down. Yes. That's true. I don't know that I've done that. I mean, yeah, I... I <laughs> but I, I promise you, your fiancé has. Oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do it. The, the, the work server was down. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure. It's, it's probably a man thing. Mm-hmm. A guy thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I have an honorable uh, Alicia, mention, what's yours? Oh, okay. Or Alicia. Al, what's yours? Oh, all right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> it's all chaos. So confused. <laughs> like they're writing in this movie. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Alicia, go ahead. Okay, uh, my first one is Jean's admiration and her semi-knowledge about the Asgardian technology she's being scanned with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? No. Does it do this? Yes. That's this thing. <laughs> yeah. she, just like how she whispers and gives that little look to Thor. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like, oh, yeah, it's that thing. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called either, but I just like her her face is like, I know what that is. I know what that is. And I'm so excited. I thought it was like an Einstein Rosenbridge, but like, nope, that was the thing that she discovered is um The Bifrost. Is the Bifrost. Thank you. I was gonna say Rainbow Bridge because I know that's what they call in the comics. <laughs> Alright, um yeah. So Al, now go ahead. <laughs> All right. Ah. So I've been waiting. Um, gosh, I don't know how long it's been. Uh, two months, I guess, to say this. Maybe three months. Uh, I don't remember how long. But anyway, one of my my first honorable mention about this movie is um, remembering that the actor Zachary Levi is in this, um, who I mm-hmm. loved in Chuck, and uh, it's such a good show. Now I want to watch Chuck again, which I might at some point. Um, Did you hear today. the news that connects him to another superhero? Um, they just announced the was this the the DC superhero from yeah uh, I think I saw that yesterday yeah yeah he's going to be Shazam mm-hmm. oh dear yeah so he's going to take a lot of those DC steroids to get up to that weight but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's gonna have to get really big that'll be interesting yeah <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I enjoy the show Chuck, and that's it. That's my my only thing with with yeah, that one honorable I, mention. Yeah, I I definitely did. Um, I watched the first couple seasons. I think I fell off of it, but it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, I've also got one more honorable mention. Alicia, do you have any more? Uh, I do. I have the dropping of the keys through the portal scene <laughs> because. Oh my god, you are a moron. But, to be fair, I'd be dropping into that portal too. Ooh, things fall through. Ooh, they come back. Ooh, just don't don't drop something important through it. Just don't. Oh yeah, I mean, there are plenty of rocks. There are plenty of, like, bottles. There's plenty of trash around there. You did not, not need to throw the keys in. Right, Although you didn't I did need like, to do the keys. I did like Darcy asking repeatedly, let me get your shoe. 
She asked hey, Jane and and <laughs> Ian. Yep. Yeah, she's like, give me your shoe. And then Dar- and Jane's like, uh, n- no, no, no. And then she turns to Ian. And it's like, let me get your shoe. Like, I'm your boss. Come on. Even though right. she does, I don't know how. I, he's doing it for no reason. He can't get credits because she's an intern. So, I don't understand. He's just an idiot. Right. <laughs> All right. My uh, last honorable mention is uh, the black hole grenades that the dark elves use. I think yes. those are really cool and really original. I I like them. They use them a lot more in the second and third part of the movie. But I think they're really cool visually. Of just everything getting sucked into them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Agreed. Definitely awesome. Alright. Uh, time for some Easter eggs. Oh, uh, I have two last yeah. honorable mentions. Oh, oh so I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm just going to hold everyone back. Sorry about that excitement. <laughs> um, just two, two kind of quick things. Mm. One... Uh, Odin had a quote at one point uh, towards the beginning when uh, Thor was giving him all the good news about the battle that you know he just had with the you know all those other people. Um, so Odin had the quote, uh, "You must think I'm a piece of bread that needs to be buttered so heavily." Mm-hmm. And if I had any amount of power and a cool beard, I would totally use that phrase anytime someone tried to butter me up for something. Cause, yeah, because it's, it's it. mostly the beard. It's mostly the beard. It's not the power of him being all father. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um, which I probably will never have unfortunately mm-hmm. um, and also probably Sad fortunately because I probably get tickle all the time and ooh, it would drive me insane <laughs> uh, the other thing is the dark elves in this never stop uh, using their native language and just start speaking in English which is nice because normally yeah. when you have like some you know other thing it's just easier to make that you know race of of alien or whatever um just speak english but no they actually stick to it throughout the entire movie yeah mm-hmm. it's not even the aliens the only i mean the germans in captain america uh first avenger all spoke english mm-hmm. they never spoke german oh that's right yeah <laughs> yeah which i know they weren't speaking english when they're up in their bunker all by themselves right <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. all right now some easter eggs yay Yay! Um, do either you guys have any Easter eggs? Uh, I have one. Wait, I may have two. Uh, I, I also da, 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 da. nope, just one. I have one. All right, I have a uh, three. So this is actually one of my lighter ones. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead, Alicia. Okay. Uh, mine is about Malekith. He is Chris mm-hmm. Eccleston, who is the ninth Doctor, my favorite Doctor right. for Doctor Who. I am down to two, but yep, he was <laughs> he was that and a, a superhero connection. He was also I can't remember his name was Claude in the show Heroes. Oh, uh, he he was the Invisible Man in the first season, which actually aired before Chuck or after Chuck, and that's why I watched Chuck. So a little connection there too, because mm. <laughs> I loved Heroes, or at least the first season of Heroes was really awesome. Um, Al, what's yours? Uh, so my one, um, we see this for a fraction of a second, but um, Jane has some shield tech. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, they're, so when they're in that abandoned factory, um, mm-hmm. at one point she goes to pick up this little hand detector thingy um, from mm-hmm. some of the stuff that uh, Ian, I think was his name, the intern's intern. Um, he's holding all yeah, this stuff. Ian. Um, yeah, we see the little shield logo like for a brief second once um, she actually picks the thing up. Um, which kind of just is at least, you know, again, 
saying, you know, everything's in the same universe, but also reminding us that um, she was doing some work for S.H.I.E.L.D. during the Avengers movie, right? Because they, mm, they uh, yeah. suddenly whisked her away and, That's um, true. you know, ha- asked her to, mm-hmm. to help with some stuff. Yeah. Although, wasn't she moping for like the last two years, according to Darcy? So, uh, did she say two years or just moping since Thor was around on Earth uh, for the Avengers uh, movie well, stuff, the and Avengers. then uh, didn't call her? Uh, I guess, that... which also makes her not a great character. Anyway, yeah, either way, yeah, no, nothing's good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Jane Jane's not our favorite, or at least she's not my favorite. I'm not going to talk about everybody, but she's mm-hmm. not my favorite. <laughs> All right. Um, I have uh two remaining Easter eggs. One we talked a little bit about. Uh, the Cronin, which are the rock people, were uh Thor's first enemy when he ever appeared in Journey into Mystery number eighty three. Mm. They were the rock men from Saturn. Ooh. So apparently the Cronin come from Saturn. Oh. Which is a gas giant, so they don't really have rocks. So I don't know how that works, mm. but whatever. <laughs> And my other one is uh, Jane getting the Aether is the second time in two movies that a love interest gets a power after Pepper Potts gets extremist. Yeah. Have I mentioned that yeah, I don't like don't either of those characters very much? <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. We got rid. I think we got rid of one of them. I don't think Jane's ever coming back. Although Pepper, we'll see. Uh. Because she came back in Spider-Man, which we can now talk about. Oh, it is on a Blu-ray! Yay! Uh, yeah, I, I, I was not pleased to see her come back. Though her scene was entertaining, I was, I was not pleased. I was like, no, I thought I got rid of you. Go away. <laughs> nope. <laughs> never. She's friends with Robert Downey Jr. She's never going I away. Know. <laughs> all right, but that's all the Easter eggs I have. Yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, same here. Anything mm-hmm. else? Nope. Nope. All right. Nope, I think we're good. Nope. nope. All right, cool. <laughs> please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind, and please give, any ra- give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, there's a portal. Oh, God, why is my phone ringing? Oh, God. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> give her a call and tell us what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, this was... <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I, uh, honestly, Alicia, I thought you planned that. I really I didn't. Like, My mother's calling me. Happening, <laughs> I thought you planned it like you have. Otherwise, music happens, and then I don't know what was going to happen. But I was really excited for half a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mother called me. I gotta call her back in a minute. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, this was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Thor: The Dark World Part One. Signing off. Have a musical day. You bitch.